Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you looking to set and hit your goals for 2023? Well, today I'm going to talk through some of the things that stops people from hitting their goals. And if you stay until the end, I have an extra special point for you then. Now, if you want an opportunity to grab one of my five places for my special December offer, which is really going to allow you to go into your 2023 super, super strong towards your goals, all you've got to do is click in the link below and it's giving you an opportunity to win a month's free coaching with me as well. More on that later. So I remember falling short of quite a lot of things in my life. Because we're all human at the end of the day. And it's when I've like set a goal and I've been like, oh, I've forgotten about it or I've not done it or something like that. And it's it's just frustrating. Or it's always also worked out when I've done well and the reasons I've done well. So I can think of personal and professional times when I've done well towards goals. And I'm always like quite curious about why I'm doing well in one area and then I don't do so well there. And I'm always interested in my own behavior. And I'm always interested in what successful people do and those who just seem to be miserable and struggling and not seem to move forward. Because human behavior is fascinating and human psychology. I'm always like learning this. So that's why I decided to talk about goal setting today because a lot of us, it's obviously 2023, and we get to come up with this absolute new year, new me rubbish, which I can't stand personally. If you're going to start your goals, you can start it right now, not today, not well, today, not in the new year. Start today. Don't use the excuses of, I've got all these social things. You can start your goals right now. I don't believe in the new year. New year. I think you can start any time. It's just an excuse. So why don't we hit our goals more often when we set them out? Now, obviously, sometimes things are out of our control. What I'm talking about today is more of the things you were in control of. Why do we stop doing that? Like, yeah, like sometimes our goals, well, most goals that are set have relied on like external things. So it's really important to try and set yourself things as as that are internally driven as possible. Now, the reason I believe or I see one of the key reasons I see people is they just don't take risks. They just... They don't know their driver, and I'm going to go into these points and what you can do about it. But it's just people keep doing the same things and expecting different results, which is the definition of insanity. And that's what I would do. I would be like, I want to be really, really good at football this season, right? And I remember like one summer, I had it together. I really went out and trained over the summer, and I kept practicing. I turned up my first game, and I scored two goals and got man of the match. And I was like, I did something different. I put in the work. And then I started to see even stronger. And then I, I took my foot, my foot off the pedal, took my foot off the gas. And I started to get into old habits of, you know, just showing up for games, excited, but not like training much between it. And therefore, I wasn't as good. So, yeah, I've definitely been guilty of it myself. So that's why I picked about some of my behavior, but also what other people have done and what I've learned. So how is it helping you doing the same things over and over again? And getting to that whole cycle, whether 
whether it is the new year, new me, or you set yourself a goal and then you like don't do it and then you go again, you don't do it. Well, we're going to talk about this today. So let's go through the four points that I want to talk about. The first one is know what you want. Be clear, because most people aren't clear and why. And when I say what, so that's that's the one point, but I'm going to divide it into two bits of it. So this is point one. What you want, you've got to be specific. People say things like, I want to lose weight. Well, you've lost half a pound, you've lost weight. I want more money. Here is 50p, or here's 50 cents. You've got more money. Like People are like, yeah, that's not what I meant. Well, what did you mean? You didn't say what you meant. You've got to be really, really clear on what you want. Even if you're like, I want more energy, that could be managed. You could be saying, I want more energy in my life. Say, okay, so what's your energy at the moment on a scale of one to ten? I'd say about six, sometimes a five if it's a bad day, or maybe a four. You're like, okay, so what do you want? I want to be a ten out of ten as often as possible. Great, fantastic. You've got something to work towards. It's got to be really clear and specific what you want. And most people tell you what they don't want. So you've got to know what you want. Saying something like, I don't want to be in this relationship is saying, or don't want to be in this job, or don't want this business anymore, is saying what you don't want. It's not saying what you want. And then the other part of that is the why. Why do you want it? And I always like to, I'm dividing this first point into a few bits, but bear with me. And your why is, I will sum it up, this whole first point, but the why is, now, when people like hear why a lot of the personal growth world they think they've got to be super dramatic and like turn, make themselves into some kind of hero why you want something no it can be for your own your own self it's not selfish to want something for yourself you know there's giving to others as well it's a combination of both so for example you may want a million pounds or a million dollars now you might want it for yourself so you can travel the world buy some cool stuff great fantastic nothing wrong with that Yet you may also want it to give to charity. You may want to build schools in a certain country where they're struggling for money. You may want to give it to friends or family or a real good cause. You may want to grow your business, use it to grow your business so you can create more of an impact. Both sides. I always look at both sides on the why. Why do I want it for me? And why do I want it in terms of developing myself and contribution? Because and I learned this from Harv Eker, who, who wrote a book called The Millionaire Mind, great book. And he says that if you just go for, when you're setting yourself a goal, if you just go for what like you want, then you, you don't have that soul level kind of fulfillment, contribution that makes human beings feel good when they're contributing and helping other people. Yet if you just do every all your goals are set on the basis of helping other people you neglect your own needs so your goals should be a combination of both okay what's it going to do for you and what's it going to do for others so that's the first one know what you want and why you want it people aren't clear enough on that they're just like right, i want to go lose the weight i'm going to go to the gym they don't have a plan and they don't have some of the other steps i'm going to say they're not clear on why they want to do it it's usually just like, oh, I feel a bit bad. I ate too much food. Right. The second one, really strong about this one. You've got to be willing to take risks and be uncomfortable. People aren't. And when I say, so there's there's different levels to this. So that's why I put it as a high level risk and being uncomfortable. If you're, 
if you're trying something new, it's always going to be uncomfortable. It's always going to be different. Now, this comes back to how much you want it. I've had this conversation with people on the phone who are interested in coaching. They're like, I really want to change my life. I really want to make a difference. And it's great. Fantastic. So glad you're doing something about it. And then you go, you know, you go into what it entails and some of the work and some of the investment and things like that. And it's like, oh, well, um, uh, and then the excuses come up, which shows they don't want it that much. So if you really want something enough, you will make a way. If not, you'll make an excuse. Even if it's something like a, you know, a massive investment, you'll find a way to do it. Like I've had people come back and find a way to do it. I've done it myself. I've been like, ah, you know, I'm usually one of those people who take the risk. And that's why I transformed my life. Even even when I had to take the risk and get a loan or whatever. But it's it's telling myself I'm worth it. If you're like, ah, oh, I can't afford it, uh, or ah, oh, not going to do this, not going to be uncomfortable. Well, it's like you didn't want it that much, did you? It's like if you, right, if someone came to me with an opportunity for five million dollars that was life changing, I could see it. Right, what I'd say to him right now is, I don't have five million dollars or five million pounds. Right, okay, fair enough. If it meant so much to me and I really wanted it though, I would find a way. Now, I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to get five million pounds overnight. But I would find a way. <laughs> and yet people would not find a way. And people find a way for things that are normalized. And what do I mean by that? I mean things like buying a house. Like people don't have two hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand like okay, let's just say that's average. Two fifty to five hundred thousand. Like people don't have that lying out in their pocket. What why do they do it? Because it's normalized, because they think they really want that. So they go, they get a mortgage, they find a way to make it work. People don't do that in their own personal growth, in the majority of cases. So if you really want something, you've got to be uncomfortable. Now, let's let's kind of touch a little bit outside of the, perhaps the investment side. Doing things that make you uncomfortable by just like talking to someone, going on camera for the first time or going on camera. This is a common one for entrepreneurs. A lot of entrepreneurs are actually scared of going on camera. Not all. Uh, myself obviously not in that boat anymore even though I was a bit nervous at first and then it's like oh, I'm really worried about what other people think so you don't really care that much about the message you're sharing with other people and the impact you want to make on them well I do but but okay so you're letting your own fear of what one person might say about you on camera affect your bigger purpose so again You've got to be committed and people fail because they're not willing to be uncomfortable. And uncomfortable can mean boredom and discomfort, like, oh, I don't enjoy this as much. In which case, try and make it fun and a little bit uncomfortable with exercise, you know. So that's the second point why people fail. They're not willing to take risks or be uncomfortable. They don't want it enough if they aren't. Right, the third one, not having effective systems in place. There's a great book, which, if you if you want to sum up this whole point, uh, not sum it up, but like learn more into this point, and I'm I'm obviously summing it up. Read a great book called Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy. It's an amazing book. Trust me, it's a really amazing book. You can thank me later. And it's all about willpower doesn't work. Obviously, by the title of it, if we try and push things into our life when they're not like they're hard work, we're getting exhausted, our brain brain's like, no, 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 I don't want to do this. 
It's not going to work. It is not sustainable. So therefore, you need to have systems to make it easy. Make it easy to do the things you want to do and make it really hard to do the things you're trying to get rid of. And what I mean by this is, let's go back to the weight loss example. Uh, you want to get to the gym, you want to eat less bad food. How do you make it easy for yourself? Well, you put your shoes out, you put your gym kit ready, you put yourself into a class, so you've got to be accountable. That's a good one. Um, and then you get a strike if you don't show up. I did. I do that for like 6.30 a.m. classes. Sign myself up, and I can't back out of it unless it's like four hours before, in which case it'd be too late by the time I wake up um, because I'll be waking up at six. Then I've also got my kit ready. Makes it really easy. Well, it, it's still going to be a little bit of a challenge getting out of bed. Don't get me wrong, but it's a lot easier than me getting up going, mm, should I go to the gym? Oh, I've got to go get all my kit and everything ready. I have everything ready, so it's got a system in place. And what do I do for bad food? Because I'll be honest, if like there's a load of bad food around me, I'm probably going to eat it, right? Willpower just doesn't work. Um, so what do I do? I make sure I don't have any bad food in the cupboards. I make sure I'm accountable to my accountability partner and say, if I buy anything extra in addition to my shopping list that I said, my forfeit is I'm not going to have any coffee tomorrow, which is horrible because I love coffee. I'm actually going on a detox in January when I'm having like none for 10 days. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> anyway, so then the fourth one and the, the final point I'm going to make on this before I get onto the bonus one is you are not upgrading your emotional or mental workout. I talked about this on the last podcast. The more, when we're doing something new, we have to be able to train ourselves to be able to cope with it because we're going to get uncomfortable. Our brains want to back out. We're going to get fearful. We're going to get this discomfort. So therefore, we've got to make sure as well, as we, obviously we've got to move through those things to therefore get more confidence, get more progress. Yeah, if we're not training ourselves, it's going to be so much more difficult. So what are you doing every day? And I, what I like to do every morning, uh, just to give you something a bit more practical, is I'm going to the gym every morning, physical workout. Then I'm doing some kind of journaling, meditation, breath work, mental workout. And that allows me to be calmer, get my thoughts out, anything that's challenging me, to prepare me for the demands that are coming as I'm up-leveling myself. So those are the four points I really wanted to give you before I go on to the bonus one. Just again to recap what they are in terms of some of the mistakes people make and what you can do about it. So the first one is not knowing what and why you want something, not enough a stronger driver. The second one is not willing to take risks or be uncomfortable. You don't want it enough. Uh, the third one, you don't have effective systems in place. You're relying on willpower that doesn't last. Uh, and the fourth one is you're not upgrading your mental work on yourself to therefore cope with the demands. Like going to the physical gym, if you stop going to the physical gym, what happens? Your health gets worse or, or running or whatever equivalent you want to do. If you stop doing any of that physical exercise or eating well, what happens? Your health gets worse, your energy gets worse, maybe you put on weight, maybe you get really skinny because you're not eating. That's what's going to happen. It's the same with the mental workout. So I'm going to go on to my extra point in a moment. Just before we get on to this, I just wanted to mention something to you. So my Boost Your Brain with Confidence program is only going to be available 
it's crazy special offer for the next few days. When the clock runs out and the spots will go, it will be gone. And this is just the December special. So if you're an overthinker, you're fearful of rejection, failure, you've got a lot of self-doubt, well, I pulled together my best stuff as a confidence coach, personal growth coach, as an elite-level neuroencoding specialist. All you got to do is just click the link below. Oh, and also, I should mention, obviously, I've mentioned the five spots. Once they're gone, they're gone, and the timer is gone, and it's crazy special offer price you're going to get. There's also an opportunity for you to be one of three winners to get prizes. One of the prizes is going to be a month's free coaching with me as well. So don't overthink it. Remember, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. All you've got to do is click the link below. And I look forward to seeing you do that soon. So my final point, my final point is reverse engineering. Reverse engineering. What you've done before that's been successful. We can look at others for success. What's an even stronger thing is looking at ourselves for success. What have you been successful in? Maybe it's a driving test. Maybe it was... Um, Maybe it was passing an exam at school. Maybe it was you did really well in sports. There's something, okay? Just think of something. And as silly as it, the example is, just reverse engineer it. How did you do it? What did you do? What are the beliefs? What are the steps you took? Now, obviously, it's going to be different steps or different things, but what kind of things do you do? Did you do consistent work? Did you get people around you to support you? Were you clear on what you wanted? Were, did you have systems in place that were supporting you? For example, people um, can do really, really well in certain businesses because they surround themselves with really good, talented people or they're consistent with what they post. So reverse engineer something that's worked well for you and then think about how you can use that for some of your goals coming up in 2023 and use that formula for yourself. So that's what I've got for you today. I appreciate you for being here. You're improving other people's lives by showing up for yourself and remember you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence